a seat. The boards are setting up and the show is about to begin. Welcome to Hearthfire Tales. Hello, 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 and welcome to Hearthfire Tales, the podcast where we bring you epic adventure in a playlist. In this mini campaign, we're going to be exploring the world of Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. Uh, we have with us today three incredible guest players and our fantastic in-house DM. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Nice, Dylan. <laughs> um, right, so with us today, we have Corey. Hey, how are you? Hey, great. How are you doing? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Um, we also have Jesse. Hi. Hi, and Jesse is very kind and has gotten up a lot earlier than everyone else to do this because we're across time zones. So, fair play, Jesse. Uh, with us today, we also have Suana from Weaves of the Wheel. Hello, Mother. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi, how are you today? Yep, I'm good. How is everyone? I think everyone is doing swell today. Let's play some games. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, woo, games. Um, <laughs> and I'm I'm Jim. So, hi. Uh, so, bringing us this grand adventure is our own master storyteller, Dylan. So take it away, Dylan. Uh, thanks, Jim. Yeah, let's get started. And there is really only one way that I could even think to start a Wheel of Time D&D podcast. And that, of course, is like this. The Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave of birth comes again. In one age, called the Third Age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the mountains of the mist. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the Wheel of Time, but it was a beginning. Born amidst the cloud-capped peaks, the wind flows down the valleys and peaks of the mountains, sending loose early winter snow spiraling through the air. As it continues down and across the plains of Gildan, rushing to fill the open space, it blows freely across a small group on horseback treading through light snow. Three ageless Aes Sedai sit serenely on their mounts, trailed by a figure locked in a small cage atop a cart. The strange, colour-changing cloaks of their warders, stone-faced and battle-hardened warriors, around, caught in the breeze, causing parts of their horses and bodies to appear invisible. The wind continues northwards through tangled forests, across orchards and fields of sheep, northwards towards the town of Berlon. There it weaves through a small camp of soldiers in white cloaks, before whipping around the town walls, continuing on eastward, where it blows against the blue cloak of a freshly graduated Blackrock Blade Master as he sits driving his carriage. Jim, would you like to introduce your character? I would be delighted to. So. Ronan has lived a life of, some would say, considerable privilege. I was born into the nobility of the city of Carrion. My family are the Carrion Blackrocks. I'm sure you've heard us. We have properties across the lands and have done very well for ourselves in the wake of the recent scuffles. However, our greatest asset has been in the family much longer. My descendant Saoirse Blackrock founded the Blackrock Academy of Swordcraft. My father, Dermot Blackrock, is the current Grand Master and Rector of the Academy. As a boy, I began my training in our illustrious establishment, where I rose through the ranks through sheer grit and determination. 
quite recently, I have achieved my Heronmark blade and coat, which is a tailored fit, by the way. There are some who whisper in the deeper, more cowardly shadows of the Academy that I gained my blade simply because of my family name, <laughs> if you can believe it. However, any I have met have declined the challenge I threw down, so I would say their claims lack substance. At the behest of my friend and mentor Finton, we are now on our way to Berlan, of all places, taking a bit of a gap year before setting out to carve our legend as illustrious Blade Masters of the Black Rock Academy of Swordsmanship. So Ronan is tall for a carrion. He has well-kept, some would say overly styled black hair, as most carrions do. He is of light build and tall for a carrion. He wears on his back and his hip his prized possessions in his Black Rock Academy coat and blade. Both are adorned with the heron emblem, denoting a blade master. Both herons are black, as is the custom of the academy. He eagerly urges the horses onwards, for even though Berlon is not the grandest city in the world, he had a feeling it would hold great things for him nonetheless. And that is my character. I will be playing Ronan Blackrock notable fancy boy nice and so i'm assuming then jim you're playing a blade master i am <laughs> i am playing a blade master which is a homebrew class that we actually made for this campaign um, and we'll cool. have the pdf available for that quite soon great so yeah you are traveling westward towards Berlon after passing Camelin and your traveling companion Finton uh, urging you towards Berlon for some reason. I still don't understand why we wouldn't go to Camelin. Surely it's the bigger of the two cities. If there's action to be had, surely it's to be had in Camelin. Further to that, why aren't we taking the ways? This traveling is nonsense. You know, destination before journey. That's what I Come say. on, we've had this discussion and it's far too late in the day to be going back and finding a waypoint. We're, we're almost there. By the end of the day, we'll be upon Berlon. So you've, you've brought this up time and again. I don't want the ways. I wanted a nice travel through the, the country of Andor, dangling women on our knees, having a grand old time. I've, why are you still bringing this up? And, oh, 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 s speaking of women, uh, who, who's that? And as you're driving along, you see what looks to be a merchant struggling with their cart. And Jesse, would you like to introduce your character? Uh, yeah, so you see before you, Jadina. She is dark of skin, hair and eye. If you are familiar with the sea folk, you might suspect she is one, but she's an awfully long way from the sea, so surely that can't be where she's from. Uh, maybe she's tired you're not quite sure. You can't quite place where she might be from. And she is right now dealing with her cart, whose wheel seems to have cracked, and kindly but firmly berating the donkey that's supposed to be dragging it for having run over a rock and broken the wheel. Can't believe this light forsaken thing. <sighs> Whatever will we do? Mm. Say, Ronan, uh, why don't you go and help that young lass? Well, I suppose that would be the honorable thing to do. However, my boots are... I've just cleaned Yes, well, I'm not going to get out of the carriage, so... 
I tell you what, let's pull the Brentley close and we can address her from from, from the front of it, yes? Uh, so I, I crack the whip. Uh, I send the horses to the side of the road and we pull up next to Jadina. I say, uh, hello there, Traveller. Uh, you seem to be in some uh, distress. Is there anything two budding blade masters can do to help? Unless you have a spare cartwheel in your wagon there. Uh, the wagon? I'll have you know, this is a Brentley. There were only three ever made. I, I, I imagine maybe you didn't see the, the ornament on the front of it. <clears throat> it. Well, very well. Unless you have a spare cartwheel in your Brentley there, uh, you're of no use to me. Just move along, please. Well, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't have a spare wheel. Uh, Fenton, do we have a spare wheel for the Bradley? I don't know. Perhaps you could uh, roll for it and we can see. <laughs> uh, just, roll, just, I get just, it, because it's a oh wheel. God. Just make it, just, just, uh, just roll a, a, a straight up luck check. Uh, on, a, on, a, on a 10 plus, you have a spare wheel. I don't have a spare wheel. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm very sorry, we don't have a spare wheel. Is it? Perhaps you'd like a lift. Uh, I can only assume you're headed towards Berlon. Or perhaps away from Berlon, which to me makes a lot more sense. Hmm. I don't know about this. I have to abandon my cart and all my goods. This doesn't seem like the best idea. Well, we do have a small compartment in the back of the Bentley. It actually comes as standard with a lot of space in the rear, you see. So if you have a small amount of valuables what have you uh, you can trust us to throw them into the back of yes the we uh road on here has procured for us the estate version so uh, plenty of space in the back mm, i suppose <laughs> i suppose <sighs> and i will load up like i don't know like two or three barrels of dye i guess and um mm, tom my donkey tom can he can we pull him a long time on the back Tom the donkey. Well, uh, I mean, we won't be pulling him along. How is he at pulling us along would be my question. Uh, I could always use a little more horsepower. Uh, All right, let's hitch him up. And I will hitch Tom up to the front of the Brentley. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Yes, very well padded seats, you know. Uh, Simply the best (laughs) for the Black Rocks. Anyway, um, yatta! And I crack the whip and we, we head on. I make sure not to hit. I make sure not to hit Tom with the whip. I, I hit um, Mercedes, one of my horses. Fintan definitely just stays in the Brentley while the two of you guys load everything into the back, and you make your way to Berlon. As I said, you're you're quite close. It only takes another couple of hours traveling to get there. However, as it's winter, the sun has come down and it's becoming quite cold and you probably think it's a good time to find a place to stay uh inside the city walls yeah inside the city walls yeah 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 okay oh well i i actually have never been to berlin before so i i do i don't know the ins and outs of the city is this is this a town that you would be familiar with jadina did you say your name was <sighs> jadina uh, yes uh mm. Well, the Stagon Line is the best inn in Berlon, but, um, well, I'll be staying there. Don't know if it's quite up to your snuff with your Brentleys and... Well, I tell you, I like the sound of it. The Stag and Lion. They're two absolutely beautiful regal animals. I have to assume it's a, an establishment of some repute. Um, 
Finton, Stag and Lion? Yes, yes, sounds great. Do, do they have good ale there? Do they have good ale? Uh, they have ale. Is there bad ale? Ha! Good enough is good enough for me. Yatta! And I cracked the whip again. At this time, hitting Tesla, my other <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, you, uh, you make your way into into Berlon through the town gates and Jadina guides you to the Stag and the Lion uh, an inn that she's been to many times before and you you park up um, yeah we'll, we'll say uh, they have um, like a valet come out and, and take your Brentley and park it for you uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. hold on no. you shouldn't just take the Brentley no I, I approach him and I say I hand him um, five gold oh and I say make sure it's, it's well taken care of only the finest carrots for, for Tesla and Mercedes here and of course uh, something something for the nag as well and I give him a, a, like a carrot okay <laughs> sure thing mister uh, I'll, I'll keep good care of them uh, I'll, I'll brush them down good and he wheels it in and points you towards the, the main doors of the Stag and the Lion and not a scratch you hear me Fantastic. Uh, ma- uh, ma- yeah. I would like you to. Uh, I would like you to make a perception check. Um, how does a five suit you? Um, you you don't hear what he's muttering under his breath <laughs> as he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably because I have my nose so high in the air. Yeah. So you walk into the Stag and the Lion and it is quite a lively inn um, everyone is quite well to do uh, there's a lot of hustle and bustle of an inn it's early evening people are have kind of just come in to start start having a few drinks start having a meal still not very busy but it's lively very lively in fact as you see on a small stage in a corner you see a performing glee man Corey would you like to introduce your character for sure. So you see, sitting on a stool, one leg propped on the the rung of the stool, holding a small 16-string wire, and he's singing a song. He looks like he's Damani. He's got a coppery skin. He's got a slight build. Looks to be around, you know, five foot eight or something like that. Not old, uh, in his mid twenties probably. And as he's surveying his audience, you catch a gleam from his brown eyes as they fall across you and his shoulder length black hair brushes across his shoulders as he looks around and uh, he's wearing the customary patchwork gleaming cloak full of color and life and he has a broad smile on his face as he sings and you can't help but feel a little bit taken in by his presence and as you watch him he sings my home is waiting there for me and a girl I left behind. Of all the treasures that wait for me, that's what I want to find. Her eyes so merry and her smile so sweet. Her hugs so warm and her ankles neat. Her kiss is hot. Now there's a treat. If there's a treasure greater, it lies not in my mind. Oh, I have seen Stark Tarwin's gap and the Trolloc's raving horde. I have stood for the halfman's charge and walked on death's cold board. But winsome lass, she waits for me, for a dance and a kiss neath apple tree. And he goes on singing, uh, 
and uh, yeah, he uh, after he's finished his song, he stands and with a flourish of his cloak, he bows um, and smiles and addresses the crowd. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very, very nice. Yes, you're a great audience. Applause to you, and he kind of does a half applause on his uh, across his lyre. So yeah, as I address the crowd at the end, I guess he would say. My name is Delano Debare. I'll be here all week, I think. Maybe. Um, make sure you tip your waiter. And of course, you know you know that I uh, am a gleeman. And I wave my cloak. <laughs> uh, please make a performance check with advantage. That was great. Okay, great. <laughs> It's a good thing I've got a good bonus, so my, I got 13. Okay, 13's, 13's not bad. Um, he's a little he's a little nervous. You know, it's it's a little early in the day, and he figures that people haven't had enough libations yet, so uh, it's coming through in his performance, I think, a little bit. You definitely noticed you, you were kind of in a good stride, and then these three obviously wealthy people come in, and you... You kind of got a bit thrown and were trying just a little bit too hard to impress them. Definitely. And so your, your voice kind of falters a little bit. Um, your pacing becomes slightly off. Um, but people still uh, re-enjoy this. I mean, Berlon is a quite out-of-the-way town. They don't get a Glee Man um, sure, very sure, often. Yeah. So yeah, you, you get, you get a, a nice big round of applause and everything is really happy. Um... Great, great. So as uh, Jadina uh, and Ronan and Finton come into the bar, you are greeted by the barkeep, who is a middle-aged man. He has the look of a of a soldier about him. He's quite stocky, quite well built, and you notice that he he walks with a bit of a limp. Um, and as he sees you walk in, he goes, "Ah, well, well, well. What have we got here then? A couple of travelers. Is that some merchants looking to rest your weary heads?" Uh, come in, come in. And then, as he gets a better look at you, he he noticed the swords, the swords on your hips. Uh, oh, uh, just I'm gonna have to. He, he kind of points to a sign that says "No weapons in the bar." Uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to. Just I'm gonna have, have to insist that you you leave these those blades here. It's behind here if you don't mind." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was directed at Dylan. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, my good man, there's, there's no need to worry. I, I, if we see this not a sword, it is simply an extension of my body. <laughs> Be that as it may, I'm. I must insist. And oh, is that is that Jadina with you? Oh, Jadina, it's. It's a nice time. It's nice I'm to see you. I'm not with them. Not with them. Uh, they simply gave me a ride. Remind your stable hands not to spoil Tom too much. They always spoil Tom. Always spoil Tom. Uh. Of course, they, they'll do nothing of the sort. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. Don't worry. And I'll be out in the morning. I've got to... I had to abandon my cart. I need to find a new wheel, fix the cart. But for the night, I can stay here. I'll, ha- I'll have your usual room prepared for you. Perhaps take take a seat there. Take take Thank a seat. You, sir. Um, and 
so yeah, and then he he looks at Ronan and Finton and and uh, and and yourselves. Would you also be saying and and of course the the blades. Uh, 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 yes, I'd imagine we will be requiring a room, the most lavish you have, which money is no objection. And then I look around the room and I, I say that a little lower. Money is no objection. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> um, as you look around the room, I would like you to make a perception check. Mm, I can, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I'm rolling real well. I got a four. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, you... Surprisingly enough, though, even with a four, you do notice something quite strange. A quite unusual figure. Um, you see, in a small booth, there are two figures talking to each other. However, one of them is would easily be eight foot tall and has the lookings of an ogier. And they are talking to another woman. And Swana, I would like you to introduce your character, please. So my character's name is Feilane. She's from a, a little town that kind of sits on the border between Saldea and Ebudar. It's one of those places that a lot of people argue, is it Saldea or is it Ebudar? No one really knows and she really doesn't care because it's of the least concern to her. She doesn't concern herself with such things. But she has the coppery skin of an Ebudari woman, but the handsome face of a Saldean woman. Yes, she definitely has the Saldean nose. That's what I'm hinting at. She has very black hair, and she's just starting to show her first signs of age with a few wispy silver hairs at her temples. She's a healer. And, might I say, I am the very best healer in the land. In fact, so good that I'm usually in demand for my concoctions. I'm quite a whiz with herbs. I know all the plants of the Westlands. And I'm generally getting quite fed up of these new fangled women who are coming in with their healing weaves and such nonsense. It's ridiculous and it's unnecessary. There is nothing that we can't fix without our plants. And if we can't fix it, the nature didn't deem it to be fixed. <laughs> oh, that's, that is a very strong opinion. <laughs> I, don't, I, like it, I, like I do not trust these Aes Sedai women at all. They come in with their weaves and they think they know more than I do, but they do not. So as, as you're uh, in conversation... Uh, with this, with your Ogier friend, um, yes. you see that the the this man I've just met hmm? since I arrived in Baelon, he's a very interesting Ogier. Mm-hmm. He knows quite a lot about different plants, and we are engaging in conversation about that at the moment. That's what we're talking about. So tread lightly if you wish to interrupt. <laughs> your your in depth discussion about. Woodcraft and herbalism gets uh, interrupted by this um, round of applause that goes up for Dolano, and as the Ogier kind of politely, um, politely claps, but is much much louder than everyone with his giant hands, um, he sees he sees this mysterious uh, blade master walk in um, with a bright blue cloak. You know, noticeably from Kerhian, and 
gets a bit excited and Ronan you see this Ogier start waving towards you um, to, uh, towards this small you guys uh, the Ogier and your character Suana um, Feilane again not not how I expected that name to be pronounced <laughs> Get, getting thrown completely here um, you're gonna in this like uh, little, little nook towards towards the side um, and he he starts waving these newcomers towards towards you um, looking very excited uh, so yes Ronan what, what do you do? I say Fintan look one of the builders <laughs> I can't imagine what they'd be doing in a small town like this. And I, I pointedly ignore the innkeeper's request for me to give my sword <laughs> over and stride straight over to the. Um, <laughs> the, the innkeeper. Uh, well, 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 well. No, um, wait just a minute there. Uh, look, you, if you don't want me to have the swords, you can maybe bring them up to the room, and then you can keep leave them there. Maybe that will be acceptable for you. And. Uh, well, I, I, I certainly cannot give you my sword, but I can give you my word. There's only one letter in the difference, you know. I, I won't uh, strike anyone in, in, in this bar. Uh, yes, I, 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 I suppose I could leave it in the room uh, if you can give me the key to the room. Um, Fintan kind of is uh, like, oh, Ronan, you, why is it just so difficult all the time? Um <laughs> Just he kind of <laughs> walks over like this kind of kind of shuts sh- me to my core. Kind of shoulder checks you a little bit and like grabs your sword off off your waist. Like I'll bring the swords up. Oh, the only swords, Ronan. Get over yourself. They are not only swords, and you know that. You know the work I put in to earn this sword. But very well, do as you must. He he, tro- he throws um like a, a coin to the to the barkeep or to the keep um, takes the key and, and goes up and as he does he kind of gives he gives Jadina this like kind of like lecherous kind of like a wink and smile and it's one of those you know you get it and you're like ugh <laughs> as, as he does that and I kind of walks up half beckoning you to, to follow him uh, all the while the ogier is um, waving waving towards Ronan and sees that only Ronan is walking towards and starts pointing towards uh, Jadine as well. No, oh, there's room for everyone. Come on, come on. I think I'll take the ogier and I'll go sit over. <laughs> Probably for the best, my darling. Um, <laughs> uh, Finton, I love him, but he is a piece of work, you know. I, I yeah, I make my way over to the ogier. Um, I, I, do you want to introduce yourself to him first, uh, Jadina? I can't say I ever expected to see an ogier in a place like this, but, uh, welcome, friend. I am Jadina, and kind of been in a bit of a rut at the moment, but, uh, it is well met. Hello! And I am Ronan. Ronan Blackrock. At your service, <laughs> Master Bill. Sorry, I'm I'm being so hasty. Forgive me. I am Halon. This is so exciting. You look like you're from Carrion, I would say, and 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 you you I I couldn't fathom, I guess, as as to where you might be from. I'll kinda of give him a look. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> oh, tell me what 
what news of the world outside have you? Oh, so please forgive me, forgive me. Uh, uh, I'm much, much. Uh, the elders would would really have my head if I was being so rude and so hasty. Oh, please forgive me. This this is my 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 friends. Uh, I've just met them too. Uh, uh, Faylina, please, uh, everyone, drink. This is so exciting. And he uh, he ushers you all to, to sit down and, and share a drink with him. I'm going to make sure I'm sitting on the end. Like, if this is a booth, I'm like, easy escape access. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Ronan, like, really awkwardly, like, sidles by you. Does that thing you do in the cinema when you're trying to get past people? <laughs> like, lands myself right in, like, right in between... Um, Halon and um, Felina, like just completely like I just belong there. <laughs> um, and it's real rude. Felina shows absolutely no interest in even acknowledging Ronan because she's more interested in Jadine, who she gives a small glance at as if in curiosity. I'll kind of acknowledge it, like, kind of meet her eyes and, like, hold my wine, like, hi, what's going on? Just drink. I don't so as, uh, as I imagine that as this ogre is, um, is walking across the, the common room, he probably garners a lot of attention. And so I imagine that Delano would be, like, really giving it right now because he feels upstaged. Yeah, do you want want to make another performance check? Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's like, come on. (laughs) 25. Okay, yeah. Wow. Like, like, um, like this ogre, Halon is just like, he's being so loud as well. Like, you know, he's getting, you can tell he's being so excited and everyone is kind of looking at him as if like, what's got this guy so, uh, so riled up the people there they don't seem too afraid of him or anything like that um but they do they have been you know regarding with an air of with an air of curiosity like oh very unusual for an old gear to be here you know um but not but not yeah. completely out of the norm um and as he makes this big ruckus uh and his voice starts booming across you just start really like shredding on your lyre to like be, be that bit louder and you just like you go into like a really resounding chorus um and totally. you know maybe you start like you somehow start juggling a bit with one hand as you're like finger like finger yeah, tapping yeah. on the lyre with another be like please pay attention and everyone starts yeah, everyone yeah. starts looking at you and uh, you get another huge round of applause um and people yes. like people start like, like tossing coins into your into your hat that you have there nice <laughs> and so yeah you uh, you get 10 gold pieces um for for, yeah. for that for that performance so yeah as you kind of get everyone's attention back, but you see that now this Ogier has gotten the attention of this these two obviously wealthy people. Um, maybe you side and you're kind of coming towards maybe your halftime break, and yeah, uh, if you would like to approach them or not, I don't want to push you into anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think at the end of my, uh, I would finish my my little performance. But I would pull out my trumpet and just do a very. Like, uh, 
calming kind of like tune on my trumpet just to kind of like bring everybody back down okay and then I would uh, and then I would just say you know I'll be back up on stage in a, in a, in a moment everyone enjoy your time and then I would just uh, very pointedly make my way over to the yeah straight towards where the bow gear and these interesting patrons are great and I'll, I'll approach and be like well, I didn't look to see such uh, magnificent old gear in these parts. Oh, a gleamer. My name is Delano, and I'll, I'll flourish a, a bow before everyone. Oh, a uh, gleamer. Fantastic performance. I'm... Wow, I was so enraptured. What? Honestly, so good. Please, please, all, jo- join me for a drink. Join us all for a drink. We're all becoming best of friends here. Oh, I wouldn't want to impose, but, uh, and then I... (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, you see a a, a barmaid comes over, and she's like, All right, can I get some drinks for you? Yes, I would like a glass of your... Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, forgive me. Uh, ladies, what would you like? Just refill my glass, more wine, please. Of course, my lady. And she takes your wine onto the tray, or your wine glass onto the tray. Your, your finest, your finest red, preferably something from Carrion. Of course, if it's Lord. from Carrion, it won't be the finest they have. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my entire like, the, all the sensibilities of playing the game of houses and stuff are in my head and this is just like somebody like basically knocking down the door with a battering ram and I have no idea how to dance around it <laughs> conversationally like well anyway Ogier what brings you to this fine town of ours oh well I was just telling my my new friend Felina here I'm I'm here to tend to the grove surely you're aware of the the wonderful trees that are in the in the center of the town here Oh, absolutely beautiful they are. Um, and you can tell that unless he stopped, he's got to just talk about trees for ages. <laughs> and he's like, the, the shape of this one particular tree is just mesmerizing. The way it weaves and billows. Oh, yes. One particular leaf I saw uh, Very well. Felina. Felina, what brings you here? Curious what brings travelers to the lovely town of Bearland. So, Felina, what has you coming this way? Uh, the wisdom of this town has been quite sick and has been unable to tend to her people. So I have come here to help train a few new to the craft. And Halan here was just telling me about some of the plants they keep in the groves, which was very, very interesting. I'm hoping I might get to study them a little bit more. Oh, uh, there's so much we can tell you, but oh, please uh, let let us not bore our our new friends. And and you, Gleeman, wh- where are you from? Well, uh, it's a long tale, my friend Ogier. I'm from the Borderlands. Uh, obviously, you might tell by my stunning appearance that I was not born there. I am a Domani. I, I must confess, I actually, I hadn't noticed. Uh, f- f- forgive me. No. Um, but I, 
obviously. It's probably lost in translation between our uh, fine cultures. No big of, deal. Of course, of course. Um, and I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like toss, toss the, uh, brush the hair back behind my ear on the side that's facing the ladies. <laughs> um, at, at this point, the uh, the barmaid comes back. She she deals out um, drinks for everyone, and you guys kind of you know be, you know continue to start making awkward conversation for uh, for a couple of minutes when. All of a sudden, you hear the door of the inn slam open. And... Oh, dear. In walk, two militaristic figures adorned in white cloaks. Oh, no. And they walk in and they... They survey... uh, They survey the room and, yeah, I would like everyone to make a... I guess a... Just a straight up intelligence check. If you have history, you can you can add that too. Uh, total twenty for me. So Ooh. Ronan hit twenty five. Jesus. Ooh. No, sorry, twenty four. My apologies, twenty four. Is this okay. for intelligence? Did you say? So that would be yes, easy. yes. So we have eighteen, twenty, twenty four. Uh, Dolano. Yeah, I was. Uh, looking at the lady's eyes, I rolled it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, 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 you see that that while you're trying to look at the at the ladies, they all look away. You look at these guys in white cloaks. And you're like, who are these lads with the white cloaks? I don't care about them. Um, exactly. <laughs> absolutely nothing registers in your mind. Um, but the rest of you uh, realize that these are members of the so-called Children of the Light. Um, they're only a recently formed group of religious fanatics, and they've just recently really became like a militaristic organization. Um, and they they are obsessed with rooting out dark friends, and they hate people who can channel, and they just yeah, very very zealous. Um, um, I'm gonna try to uh, excuse myself. Uh, well, um. It's been a harrowing day for me. I think it's time I retire for the evening. And I'll stand up and casually start walking. As you stand up, um, you actually see the the white cloaks look over to your table and they say, Hey, there they are. Look, I knew it. I, and the, the, the lead guy looks his friend. Richard, Richard, look. I knew they are harboring fell beasts of the dark in here. I... I swear to God, all you, all you in here, filthy dark friends, look at a trollock, a trollock in the midst of an inn in this town. How dare you? How the light blind and burn all of ye in here. And they rush I'm towards just the keep table. Walking. They rush towards oh. the table. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would like you all whoa, whoa. to roll initiative. Oh gosh, wow, they're going to Okay. <laughs> Right, and I guess to find out how this combat plays out, we'll find out on the next episode. Ah, uh, hey. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love awesome. It. That was dun, great. Dun, dun. I love that. Nice. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. So, yeah, um, yeah, these white cloaks have come in, caused a scene, accused you all of being dark friends for being friends with a Trolloc, and are <laughs> barreling down on you now. Um <laughs> 
Like they look as if they might have had a couple of drinks on them already and are kind of just walking through their town looking for trouble. But yeah, they are. They have, you know, real zealous murderous intent in their eyes and they are coming for you. Um, So yeah, interesting to see how you guys are going to handle it. Um, (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, I'll pass back over to you, Jim. That was fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for playing um let's take this opportunity to plug our projects Corey, have you anything you'd like to plug to our lovely listeners for sure yeah so uh i don't know how many of you are familiar with my illustration work but i've been doing a lot of fan art around the wheel of time um and uh, some of brandon sanderson's work as well and uh you can find my work primarily on instagram at third age art is the best way to find that you're interested in my uh my fan art i've got a bunch of other projects on the go uh the most notable one i can't really talk a whole bunch about yet but it's a graphic novel that uh will be coming out hopefully towards the end of 2021 hasn't officially been announced yet but uh we're almost finished writing uh the book and uh i really look forward to sharing that with my audience when i get a chance to um, and other than that, I, uh, if you stick around and listen to all the episodes, I can talk about my many other endeavors, <laughs> but uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Uh, yeah, I've seen Corey's work. It's absolutely incredible. So 100% give him a follow there. Um, Suana? I also recommend buying stuff from Corey yeah, because he's such a professional. Uh, we we actually had a piece of art made by Corey for one of our community members and the whole process was he, he was just so good he spoke us through he sent us updates he asked for our input and it was it was just such a joy to see it come to life so i fully recommend if you're ever interested in getting some wheel of time or fantasy artwork definitely um go through Corey. Well, thank you very much I'm going to talk about myself as well, so I'll do that too. But um, yeah, so Weaves of the Well is it's a um, it's a social platform. Uh, so we have RPGs, we have storytelling, fan fiction, quizzes, fan discussion, pretty much the whole works. Anything that is Will of Time, we we do it. We have uh, lots of interesting. Um, bits and pieces and it's all created by fans for fans we are on instagram and we're on discord uh, we're also um on youtube as well and we have our website which is weavesoftheworld.com so if you're ever interested in joining becoming a member of our community um and just chatting with other will of time fans and just having some fun and basically doing whatever it is that you like whether it's creating art or making stories or just talking about it We've got something for you. Um, And one of the other little projects I'm going to give a little nod to is we're actually working on a community podcast ourselves at the moment, um, which is just talking about the Wheel of Time um, and talking with other fans of the stories as well and sort of getting their opinions on it. So that would be coming in the new year. Fantastic. Cool. Fantastic. That is, uh, it's all fantastic as well. I've uh, I've been following along reading and it's uh, sometimes dramatic stuff. Um, Jesse, have you anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, so my brother and I, we have a Wheel of Time themed podcast called Another Turning. You can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts, but the most direct route would be anotherturningpod.podbean.com. But you can also find us on Spotify and iTunes, and I think through iTunes, just about every podcast app. 
Uh, and we are also <laughs> on YouTube where we do not only Wheel of Time stuff, but uh, I also do some general book content. And our other brother joins us as just kind of anything that strikes his fancy, he'll do a video on. So if you check us out on YouTube, you'll get a whole host of interesting, fun things. Whopper. Absolutely whopper. Um, for myself, uh, Way of the Heron, I do sword fighting. It's fun. Sometimes I stab folk. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's all based around the sword forms from the Wheel of Time. So I've turned that into a workable system of dueling. If you ever want to actually be a blade master, hit me up. <laughs> I'm Way of the Heron on um, Instagram and YouTube. So, yeah, I'll see you there, players. And we actually... At Weaves of the Will, we actually use Way of the Herons videos in our Warder Yard um, RPG because it helps them um, explain how to use the sword forms. It's it's really really useful. Oh, I'm sure it's great. I can't <laughs> recommend your videos. Seriously, our guys our guys use it so much. They're like they use it to help describe how they would sword fight in in an RPG setting. So that it's, is it's absolutely cool. delightful so. to hear. I'm really <laughs> near to hear. Thank you. That's fast. Yeah, it's so cool. I've also I've also reached out to you uh, in regards to some some of my work. Just like, hey, does this sword form look right? Does this stance look correct? And in fairness, they always do. I'm always struggling to find something to input. I'm like, nah, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> looks no, great, great, man. Uh, I, especially that one you've the one you've been you showed recently. There, I can't wait to see the final product. Nah, I won't say anything. Mum's the word, but it looks great. Um, right, and finally, uh, Dylan. I think I know what you're going to plug. But would you like to plug it? Yeah, on it? it's the only thing I have. It's the only thing I could do, and that's play D and D. So um, follow me at, at Dylan's and Dragons. Um, I also DM another. Dungeons and Dragons live play podcast called Hearthfire Tales, where Jim joins me as uh, yet another person who uses a sword. I think there's a bit of a theme there. Um, Actually, very <laughs> interestingly, on that note, I, I've noticed this is the third campaign in a row where you've managed to disarm my character in the first twenty minutes of it. Look, so I have don't to... think don't <laughs> think that did went unnoticed. <laughs> Look, there has, has to be a homage to everything. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, the podcast is called Hardfart Tales. It is, if you imagine, what would the metal bands of the 80s be like if they were Dungeons and Dragons characters and the fate of the world revolved around the likes of Motley Crue or ACDC? Um, I've kind of taken a lot of uh, metal and rock music as my influences and uh, I'm putting together a a story based on that where Jim is a player and we are joined with by another player called Ryan and yeah it's a, a whole lot of fun um, even if you don't like rock or metal music it's still really fun and uh, yeah you should check it out it's going to be av- it's not available just yet but it's going to be available on pretty much everything so uh, and it's easy to find as well because it just it's this channel yeah so, uh, <laughs> just just keep yourself subscribed to this and you'll find it eventually yeah um, that's I think that's all we have time for this week guys um but thank you very much for playing and we will see you in the next episode when we're going to kick some white cloak booty. I hope. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we will attempt to kick some white cloak booty. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> cool. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.